Hey, this is Offhand with Stephen and Lydia. I'm Stephen. And I'm Lydia. Welcome. Welcome. We are so excited you're here. Yeah, we're also very excited because we brought back Uncle Chris. Yeah, hi Yay. Uncle Chris. For a Welcome back. Learn of him with Uncle Chris. Yeah. This is going to be fun. I like learning hymns, and and well, I know this one already. And I was going to say, maybe, I hope you're not learning it because you're the one teaching it. We're learning it. Well, I've known They're this one it. since I was your age. Whoa. Um, but it's a really all well, oh, yes, very old hymn. Then, but it really is a whole lot older than that. Oh. It's very old. It's well over two hundred years old. Oh. Whoa. Oh, cool. We should I have love. a birthday party for it. <laughs> it's actually, it's more than 250 years old. <gasps> That's let's just get a little be more math cake. in more my more head cake. here. Yeah. More and more cake, yeah. <laughs> I'm all for that. Or is it less cake because you have to put in so many candles it just no, pokes that many more, more holes in Whatever the cake. Whatever it is, I think we should change the tradition. Instead of more candles every birthday, I think you, more just, cake. you should get more cake. Like yeah. you start out with a birthday candle yeah, and then you put one little dollop of cake on it, and right. then every year it gets every bigger. Every year you get more and more. So by the time you're my age, you have this one tiny candle trying to hold up a giant cake. Why would you hold up a cake with a candle? I'm Because you said instead of putting more candles on the cake, you're putting more cake on the candle. No, I, Oh, under, he was really thinking opposite. <laughs> I was thinking under the ca- candle. Just oh, more, more cake, cake under period. The candle. Just, I don't care where you put the candle. That does seem more fair. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> but Imagine what's trying this? to balance a cake on a <laughs> That would be very interesting. While it's candle. burning. Ooh. Then it's like cooking the cake. <laughs> but wait. But wait. If it's really opposite, then you wouldn't light the candle. You'd light the cake. Oh. Like flame cake. And I've you'd seen sing, those fancy cakes that are like on fire. And you'd yeah. sing birthday happy you too. Is wow. that the thing you're going to teach us? No. <laughs> No. Oh, good. I was worried. (laughs) This hymn is called Oh for a Thousand Tongues. And it really is just stopping in the middle of a sentence. Probably eat a lot of cake that way. (laughs) It's really stopping in the middle of a sentence because if the title was much longer, it wouldn't fit in big letters on the page. So it's a really long title? No, that's just the first part of the verse. That's how the, the song starts. The, song the verse th- of the song. Okay. Now this is one Was of it, those is it from hymns. A verse? No, it's not from a Bible verse. Well, not 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 directly. Okay. Not directly. Although there are verses Inspired that say similar by? things. Yes, there are verses that say similar things to this. Now, before I sing it for you, I should tell you that it was written, well, like I said, a long time ago, in 1739. Woo, wow. It was written by a man named Charles Wesley. I've heard of that name before. Now, yeah. He did a lot of things, but one thing he did was write songs, write hymns. This is one of them, but it's by no means the only one. He wrote lots of songs. And this one, for him, was special. This hymn was special for Charles because he wrote it on the occasion. We were just talking about birthdays. Yeah. Well, a birthday is an anniversary of the day you were born. born. And he wrote this song on the occasion of the first anniversary of when he was born again. Oh, cool. The one-year no anniversary way. of him, him being saved from his sin. How exciting. And instead of celebrating with 
a cake, he wrote a song. That's probably better. And he wanted to express to God how grateful he was and how great God was to have saved him from his sin. And so he wrote this song. And you may recognize it, the first verse. And this is one of those songs that it, some songs have a verse and then a chorus where it's yeah the same. You go back to the same part and you sing that part again and then you sing a different verse and then you sing that chorus again. This yeah. doesn't have a chorus at all. Oh. It's just verses. Okay. And they're not very long. They're really quite short. The first verse goes like this. Tell me if you've heard this before. It goes, Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise, the glories of my God and King, the triumphs of His grace. Have I have heard, heard that. Yeah, I have heard that. Yeah, he's saying, Oh! I didn't remember all the words, but I know the tune really well. And, and the way we sing it... It sounds a little old-fashioned, but it really isn't because it's old-fashioned as much as it is. It's a little bit that and a little bit because, remember, we're trying to make the words rhyme. Yeah. If we tried to make any conversation rhyme, we would change the words up a little bit from our normal talking. Yeah, that's true. And Charles Wesley did that, too. He didn't talk like this. But he was writing a song, and the words had to rhyme. So he wrote it in a way in which they would rhyme. So he was saying, oh, man, oh, man, I wish that I had a thousand voices. Why? Because if I did, then I would be a thousand times better at telling God how great he is. Oh, I, I only it. have one voice or well, one not tongue. Enough. It just didn't seem like enough to him. Oh, for a thousand tongues to sing my great Redeemer's praise. Boy, I wish I had more. Now, that's the first verse of this song. And that's why it's called O for a Thousand Tongues, because the first one is O for a Thousand Tongues to Sing My Great Redeemer's Praise. But originally, that was not the first verse. Originally, I I think it was the seventh verse. Whoa, how'd it get bumped up? Well, because originally, (laughs) when he first wrote this hymn, and he was writing all about his excitement, having been saved from his sin for a whole year... It had 18 verses. Oh, wow. Whoa. 18 He was really verses. excited. He just kept going and going. Now, the verses aren't long, but still, 18 verses. And over he time... He was on a roll. As, I wish as, I could write one song. <laughs> as it began to be published in hymn books... Whoever was publishing the hymn book was They're like, thinking, this is taking up too many pages. It's a little <laughs> bit too long. In fact, Charles' own brother, his name was John, he compiled a hymn book. He put a group of songs together and made a hymn book he called Collection of Hymns. He put that out in 1780, and he chose his brother's song to be the very first one in the book. Oh, oh what a nice brotherly so thing. So brotherly. Yeah. So Charles, I'm those- putting your song in my book. I don't think my brother would pick my song. Oh, Eric might surprise you. <laughs> he might. I should try. There you go. Would you pick my song? <laughs> Most of those verses, they don't get sung anymore, but that doesn't mean that they're not good. It just Did John means... put all of his verses in, or did he pare them down? That's a good question. You know, I don't know if he oh, put all okay. 18 in, or if he just put... Some hymn books have five, some have four uh, that they kept, but I'll read you one that isn't 
in most hymn books anymore. And it really is part of his, just his own personal testimony. It's very about him and how he got saved. Here's what he said. I'm, I'll just read it instead of singing. Oh, okay. okay. I'll sing some other ones in a minute. But he said, I felt my Lord's atoning blood close to my soul applied. Me, me, he loved. The Son of God, for me, for me, he died. Mm, I like that one. And it's very personal. And some of those verses are like that. And those are the ones that got cut out, not because they aren't good, but because they seem to be very personal to Charles, I think. And they thought, well, we're just going to pick we can the cover four more or people, five. Maybe. Yeah, and we're going to pick the four. Although that is what happens to everyone who gets yes. saved. Yes, yeah. It's the blood of Jesus that cleanses us from all sin is applied to our heart. But anyway, they had to pick some. Yeah. And leave I bet others. that was a hard decision. Yeah. I bet it was. All right. Well, we sang the first verse. Let me sing a few others for you because they are really great. Okay. Here's one. My gracious master and my God, assist me to proclaim, to spread through all the earth abroad the honors of thy name. And if we said that in regular talking, we'd say, oh God, please help me to tell other people about you. Oh, That's what he's saying. Here's another one. It's all about Jesus. Jesus, the name that charms our fears, that bids our sorrows cease. Tis music in the sinner's ears. Tis life and health and peace. Oh, that was I talking like that about one. Jesus helping you not to be scared. Yeah, yeah and how beautiful be his name is. And, and help you when you are sad. And you know what? I can tell you from having walked with Jesus a long time now that that's true. Just his very name, because of who it represents, it represents God himself, to think about Jesus and how much he loves us. It does calm our fears. It does get rid of sadness. It is music in the ears of sinners who God is calling to repent and come to him. It brings life and health and peace. All right. Here's another one. I like this one. He breaks the power of canceled sin. He sets the prisoner free. His blood can make the foulest clean. His blood availed for me. And one more I'll do for you. And I like this one because... Well, I'll sing it for you first and see if you can figure it out. Okay. Hear him, ye deaf, his praise, ye dumb, your loosened tongues employ. Ye blind, behold, your Savior come, and leap ye lame for joy. Why do you like it? Because all of those maladies, that means something that isn't right, isn't the way it's supposed to be, yeah, something wrong. Blind Being blind or... or deaf. And when it says dumb, it, it's not a word that means stupid. That word dumb means can't speak. Oh, kind of like mute. Yes. But yes. just a different word it's for it. It's just a different word for the same thing. And all of those things are things that Jesus 
can and has healed in people. Yeah. He, and he did doesn't always, just because you're blind or deaf or mute or lame, it doesn't mean that Jesus will heal that, at least not right away, someday in heaven, then those things we will no longer have to deal with. Yeah. But he can. And the Bible talks about cases in which he did. He did yeah. heal the blind. He did make the blind to see and 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 the mute to speak. He did those things. And when we remember what he can do for us physically, think about what he can also do spiritually. Yeah, Pretty wow. Great. Make and us brand wh- new. Yes. And that's why Charles Wesley says, hear him, ye deaf. Because if Jesus was to call to them, well, they could hear him sure enough. Yeah, they sure could. Or his praise, ye dumb, your loosened tongues employ. In other words, even a mute person. Now they can speak. Could speak the praise of Jesus if Jesus decided they could. And they will someday in heaven. Ye blind, behold, your Savior come. There's going to come a day where every blind person will be able to see Jesus. Can you imagine that being the first thing you see? (gasps) Jesus. And the lame will be able to leap for joy. It's something to look forward to. And Charles Wesley, he's saying, hey, celebrate. You can start celebrating early. Just like celebrating a birthday early. You can start celebrating early because you can be guaranteed. Yeah, you can know it's going to happen. Pretty cool. All right, I'm going to give you. I like that song. Yeah, me too. Oh, for a thousand tongues. Charles Wesley. I'm going to give you a verse of the day that I found that really, well, who knows? Maybe it was this specific verse that inspired Charles Wesley. There are many that could have. This is one of them. Psalm 71, 8. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Oh, that does fit really well. Yeah, and that whole song repeatedly returns to the idea of praise. All of Psalm 71. You ever feel like, I want to praise God, but I'm not quite sure what words to use. Open up your Bible to Psalm 71. Remember, that's a song too. Psalm is a song. Open it up to Psalm 71, and you can use the praises that are in there to praise God with your own mouth. Sometimes I like to pick a psalm and put some music to it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And that is what hymns are for. They are songs that we can sing together, and it gives us words that we can apply to our own life without us having to come up with them new every time. And that's good. That's okay. Charles Wesley was really good at putting thoughts and words together, and I'm really glad he did and shared it with us because now I can sing it and I can mean it from my heart. I'm just using Charles Wesley's words. Yeah, that's neat. Yeah. It's nice when Christians can help each other worship God. Yes, and we're supposed to. The Bible says so. The Bible says, speaking to yourselves, this is in the book of Ephesians, speaking to yourselves, that's to each other, believers to each other, like you and me oh, to each other. I was going to say, other. speak to yourself. <laughs> no, like, to each other, crazy. amongst yourselves, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Yeah. So do that. All right. Thanks, Uncle Chris. You're welcome. Yeah, thanks for sharing that hymn with us. Would you like some jokes, Puppet Podsters? Oh, we know you would. I love a good joke to give the funny bone a poke. Be it knock-knock, sir. 
Kittles for grown-ups or Kittles. I love a good joke. You go first, Lydia. Oh, okay. Why are there no clocks in a library? Why? Because they talk too much. <laughs> Have you ever thought about this? Elephants. I haven't, but why don't they? Well, they do. They just don't chew in public. <laughs> so polite, those elephants. They are. I love a good joke. <laughs> maybe they're embarrassed. <laughs> maybe. Like, maybe. I don't want to chew gum They don't like you. the way they chew, maybe. Maybe. I chomp too much. Oh. <laughs> Struggle's real. Oh, silly elephant. That would be weird to see elephants. Well, not really, because have you ever watched them eat? They kind of look like they're chewing gum. I think they chew really cute. <laughs> they are cute. And I think they paint really nice. Have they you ever seen an paint? elephant paint? Paint, really. Oh, yes. No? I have seen that. It's quite... That's cool. They're very artistic. Oh, oh well, I'll have to go check that out. You should. Go on YouTube and look up elephants painting. Okay. And while you're on YouTube, you can check out the God's Helping Hands YouTube channel, G-H-H-I-N-C. Yeah, that's that. right. Yep. Or you can email us at StephenLydiaSing at Yahoo.com. Or you can tweet us at Stephen Lydia and tell us about the elephants you saw painting. Or, or how you much you enjoyed visit, our video. <laughs> or you can visit the God's Helping Hands website, G-H-H-I-N-C dot O-R-G. Tell them what they can find there. You can find our calendar. Yes. Where we're going to be. We're going to yep. Yeah, we're going to be traveling we're soon. We're hitting and you the can road. Come and see us. All three of us, plus a whole bunch of and more person. people and puppets. Yes. What I'm else? So what else can they find on the website? Well, um, you can um, check out the our um, promotional video for Beatitude Bayou. Oh, yeah. That's we're, right. What we're bringing to you this summer. Beatitude Bayou, where we learn to live God's way. Yeah, it's yeah. very exciting. And what else? Oh, let's see. I didn't know we were going to have a pop quiz. I know. You well, can, there's you can the learn about videos. the different missionaries at who work sure at you GHH. You can find all of the podcasts on the website. You're right. If yes. you're listening yep. through another podcast service, you might not have all of them, but you can get all of them on the website. And if you want to have a little visit with Uncle Chris, you can do that too. On the website, you can find a piece of really good news with <laughs> I me. was like, you can? Well, sort of. Where's that? Oh. Well, sort of. <laughs> They're videos you, of That's right. Me you have some videos you. of you being encouraging. That's so nice. if you've never yes. seen what I look like and you want to know. Don't do it. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> just kidding. You look fine. And they're great videos, so go check those out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea, Uncle Chris. All right, is that everything? I think so. Thanks for All helping right. us wrap this up. Yeah. That's Thanks. Puppet Potsters for joining us. This has been Offhand with Stephen and Lydia, a production of God's Helping Hands. <laughs>